Welcome to the Fire and Earth Podcast with your hosts, Jason Mefford and Kathy Groover. Fire and Earth, giving you the keys to unlock your limitless potential. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Fire and Earth Podcast. I am your co-host, Kathy Groover. And I'm Jason Mefford. <laughs> How long have I gone for, right? I just like to do crazy stuff like that every so often to see yeah. if you all are listening. We right like to there. be silly. Silly's good. Silly is good. All right. Well, today we wanted to talk a little bit about kind of a couple of couple of things. Um, you know, Kathy just we we had a, a previous episode about psychedelics, so um, thought it would be a good opportunity for Kathy to kind of share an experience that she just had. But also, as we were talking about it, um, the whole idea of kind of dying every day, which and again, I know listening people are afraid of death but uh you know we're going to talk about how actually dying a little bit every day is actually a good thing too and how that kind of comes about so so kathy take 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 it away and let's let's hear a little bit about your journey yeah so for some reason i was drawn to this idea of a bufo ceremony it's spelled b-u-f-o and it is a toad and people call it, you know, I smoked the toad. Um, they used to joke about licking the toad. I think there's a Simpson episode where Bart licked the toad and like everything got all like cosmic or something like that. Um, no, I did not lick the toad. I smoked <laughs> the toad. And that technically is called 5-MeO-DMT, if you want to get very technical. It is a poisonous venom in, I think, two different types of toads. So if like a, a pet or a small wildlife animal gets stung or bitten by this toad, it, it, it can be fatal. But if it's dried and smoked, it's a powerful hallucinogen. It takes effect immediately. You know, for any of you that have either like taken edibles or smoked pot or done things like shrooms or, you know, MDMA, it takes a while to kick in. I mean, you eat the mushrooms and 45 to an hour later, you're like, oh, here it goes. No, this was inhale on a count of 10. And by the time it hit 10, I was like, woo, I was gone. Um, I do not remember the first seven minutes of my journey. And, you know, she's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. You know, it's next time if you do it again, we'll give you slightly less because she started with a very low dose. That's what you do, low and slow, right? Um, you can always add more. You can't take it away. So we started with 60 and I basically whited out for the first seven minutes. So I do not remember what happened. I came to... Jason, did you see Poltergeist, the movie Poltergeist? Yeah, it's been a while since I've actually seen it. <clears throat> so seen there's, it, but... there's a scene where, you know, the little girl is still missing. She got sucked into the TV and they realized that this house had a portal to like another realm. And it was in the ceiling, right? It was a sort of like fiery hole in their ceiling. And the mom, whose name escapes me, got, you know, went in through the doorway to go get her daughter. They tied a rope around her waist <clears throat> and agreed that when she has the daughter, Carol Ann, she would, you know, yank on the rope. They would pull her through this hole in the ceiling. She would have the daughter and they would be pulled out of this other realm, the realm of like death and beyond. And they pull her out and she lands on the ground and they immediately put her in a bathtub and she's covered in like cosmic afterbirth. And they wipe off her mouth and she does this. And she comes to with that like first breath. That's how I came out of that seven minutes was this, this like sudden awakening gasp. And I'm in a strange house in a strange room with two people looking down at me and my conscious brain went, oh my God, did I just die? Like, where am I? And, you know, because for seven minutes I was just gone. 
I didn't know how long I had been out. I didn't know what had happened. I was perfectly safe. I at never point, I didn't stop breathing. I didn't, my heart didn't stop. I was totally safe, but my brain just went and did something else. And then for the next about 15 or 20 minutes, I kind of went in and out of it. I saw God, I saw cosmos. I saw all these really cool, like um, kind of prismatic patterns. And then when you're out of it, you're out. So it's sort of like the 25, 30 minute mark. I was totally fine. The whole experience had passed. I went out, we ate, we kind of debriefed a little bit. They said, how was that for you? I said, I have no fucking idea. Um, and she said, you know, if you do this again, we'll do 40 instead of 60. She said, it's hard to find that balance point between having the release and remembering the release. So I kind of went away. We drove back from LA. Um, this was, uh, this woman runs a church and it's indigenous medicine, which is how she's led to do this legally. And the next morning, so Monday morning, um, Eric and I meditate for eight minutes a day. And we sit down on the pillow and I set the thing and we use uh, an app that has chimes. And as soon as the first chime went off, I was back in my Bufo journey, mm. which was weird because she said, this can happen in sleep. It's not unusual to have reactivation during sleep. We didn't know this could happen when you're awake. So for those eight minutes, I got to experience what happened the seven minutes I was out during the Bufo ceremony. And I found myself on the edge of the universe. And I realized the reason I didn't remember it is there was no consciousness yet. I was watching the universe be formed. I was out in this swirling mass of gas, watching planets form. And once our planet was formed, watching the water happen, it's like I was watching a documentary about how the world was formed, sped up to encompass seven minutes. I believe that I was on the edge of the universe watching all this happen. And then uh, the bell rang and I came out of it and I was like, whoa. <laughs> holy shit. And Eric's like, are you okay? And I went, yeah, I went right back to the bufo. Holy crap. And I felt it and I remembered it. And at that point, when I was out of the meditation, I couldn't tell like where my body ended and where space began. So like, I couldn't tell if I was the pillow, if I would touch something, it almost felt like my hands were going to go through it. And I stood in my backyard and it's almost as if I could switch timelines. Like I could switch back to a timeline where none of humanity existed yet. And I was just standing in nature. And then I could kind of turn the radio dial back to present where I was standing back in my backyard on the concrete slab with the picnic table in front of me. And I could see this. I mean, it was like, I was visually experiencing this. It was so crazy. I could smell everything, which I can kind of do anyway, which is great if there's pleasant smells. Not so great if there's not pleasant smells. Um, I could hear all the sounds. And for the, for like an hour or two, like everything just was weird. It just was weird. Um, we went to breakfast. I got some food to kind of ground myself a little bit. And I went to a beautiful park near our house and I talked to a rock and I communed with a spider and the trees were very helpful. And I just sort of like communed in nature for an hour or two and then kind of went on with my day. But it was such a profound experience. And I realized when I kind of made that reference to, you know, it was like poltergeist when they had that, that birthing thing that's what I believe happened. I believe I went through a rebirth, a cosmic rebirth. And Bufo is known as the God particle. So it's not unusual for you to see the beginning of the cosmos or like meet God, have a near-death experience, that sort, of ex that sort of feeling. And I drew a card before I went in to the journey and I pulled the card gate opener and it is, oh my God, who's the elephant God with the elephant head? Ganesha. Ganesha. And it was Ganesha sitting in the lotus pose with a gate behind, with a doorway behind him was the card I picked to go into this journey. And when I showed um, the priestess, 
she said, oh, well, that's so funny. That's Ganesha. He's sort of the pat patron saint, if you will, of Bufo because Bufo opens doors. So there was all this like alignment again, sort of like the conscious cannabis ceremony I did. So much alignment with the cards that I pulled and the things that I uh, brought with me to this journey. And it was, it was mild. It was kind of scary, I have to admit. Um, but it was so, it was so life-changing. And I believe that I had that ego death which is what that was happening during that seven minutes. And I believe that I sort of got to see the universe be formed. And um, to me, it's like, even if I didn't, and I'm, that's what my brain was tricking me into thinking, it was still a life-changing and like crazy pivotal experience. Um, unlike any psychedelic I've ever had before. It was quick, it was short, um, it was profound. And they joke and say, it's the gift that keeps on giving. So who knows what will unfold. It's only, it's not even been a week yet for me. So who knows what will unfold as I do more meditation, more journaling, but it was, it was amazing. Yeah. So thanks. Thanks for that. Cause we, you know, again, as we were talking, I know we had, had a previous couple of episodes about psychedelics and thought it might be, you know, a good way of actually explaining exactly kind of what happened. Right. Okay. Because again, um, and, it, and I think it highlights some of the stuff that we talked about on the previous episode too, right? You don't get to pick your trip, right? You get the trip you need, right? And so again, part of, of what you were seeing was magical and beautiful. And part of it was a little scary, mm -hmm. right? And, and so, um, you know, and, and we kind of talked about too, you know, if, if you do this, your life is not going to be the same going forward right yep. i mean you you can't unknow certain things and you know it's funny because as we were talking you know before we started before we hit record and kathy said yeah i kind of felt like i died and it's like well yeah so i mean she kind of explained the experience <laughs> where it's like i didn't know what happened to seven minutes and then all of a sudden the gasping coming back mm -hmm. you know so there's kind of that psychosomatic kind of a of a from a physical standpoint yep but also like you said i think you used the word like a cosmic rebirth mm -hmm. right and that now you are a different person today mm -hmm. right than you were a week ago yep when we last talked because again it was kind of over the weekend we recorded on a friday over the weekend at some mm -hmm. point and then your monday meditation yeah, uh, they brought some of this stuff back in. So I think it kind of highlights and it's like, am I, am I forgetting some of the points too? you know, that to just kind of bring it bring back into it too? Well, and here's, here's the key to this. I went in, I had um, intentions, I set intentions, I pulled the cards, and I knew I was going to get whatever I needed to see. Um, I would love, sometimes you see ancestors or you see people that have passed on. I would love to have spent that 20 minutes sitting with my parents. Mm -hmm. I'd love to have done that. That's not what I got. Um, instead I got, you know, all this other, like more like talking to parents level. I got up here level. I got talking to God level. Um, so I went in as open as I could with surrender and that's really the key to, especially Bufo, is you just have to surrender uh, because you kind of feel like you're just like falling back through the bed. And if you fight that, it's not going to just just let go. Just let yourself go. Kind of like when people are dying and they say, just go ahead and let go. It, it is very similar. <clears throat> um, the other thing I observed and 
I don't want to give anybody, you know, it's, it's a very confidential thing, but there was someone in the group who was going to be doing the ceremony later who was putting all their eggs in one basket. They thought this one thing was going to solve all their problems and they were horribly disappointed afterwards. So I think you have to go in with realistic expectations. You know, I have a client that would like to do a mushroom journey and they are sure this is going to solve their, all their problems. I want this kind of experience. It's going to solve this problem. It's going to be a one-time thing. And it's like, that is not a realistic expectation. And I actually don't know that I want to help them with it because I don't think they're going to get that. And they're going to be horribly disappointed. So mm -hmm. like be realistic in your expectations of what you think this medicine is going to do. It's incredibly powerful, but it's not a magic pill. It's not a silver bullet. So I think if you want to do something like this, of course, you want to make sure you, the person knows what they're doing. They're doing this in a legal and safe way um, and that you really set intentions and then integrate afterwards. Um, I've talked to a couple different people to help me integrate this experience because, you know, I very easily could have just gotten up Monday morning and gone, okay, back to work. Da, 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 da. I died. It was great. You know, if I don't process this and like take notes and journal and write it down and talk to people about it, it's not. I don't believe going to do me as much good as if I just let it happen and then went back to work. Yeah. Well, and I think it's, you know, again, it's interesting because we, we talked before about, you know, change and reference points and stuff in, in mm -hmm. previous episodes. And so, you know, the, the journey, the experience that you had over the weekend and on Monday is one of those kind of good inflection points, right. Of, yeah. of who am I now versus who I was before, you know, sort of a thing. And I think the whole idea and, and it doesn't have to be, you know, plant medicine based, but the, the yeah. idea too of letting go, right? The letting go, uh -huh. right? To allow the new in to, to effectively kind of die and be reborn every day. Yep. And it's funny because, you know, one of my mentors um, kind of jokes and, and one of those people that says a lot of things and then finally like two or three months later, it's like, ah. Oh, now I get it. Right? <laughs> Love that. The delayed and response. So, <clears throat> and so, you know, one of the things that he says every so often, he says, like, every day is my birthday. And it's like, what you, I know when your birthday is, you know, and, uh, you know, it, it, at first it was kind of like, uh, I'm not quite getting it. It's a joke. Ha ha. But it's like, you know, but no, very deep in that, you know, every day we have an opportunity to have a new birthday yes. to see ourselves yeah. as being born again, a new, mm -hmm. right. A new birthday. If we will at the end of each day, let go, right. Let go, allow yourself. I mean, I love the imagery of this too, right. You know, again, mm -hmm. you, you, it sounded like you laid down onto a bed, right. And then that you were just kind of sinking into the bed. So mm -hmm at the end of the day, you know, can we let go? Can we take off that backpack full of rocks that we've been carrying around? Yeah. Can we, can we, can we let it go? Can we let go the grudges? Can we let go the, you know, the judgments that we had of, of ourselves? Yep. Can we allow the old Jason, the Jason of yesterday to die figuratively mm -hmm. so that I could wake up today as a new person? You yeah. know, maybe with a new frame of reference, with a new zest for life, mm -hmm. with a new set of beliefs, yep. you know, that, that are not as limiting as they were before. Yep. 
that I can wake up kinder, mm. more loving, yep. more grateful so that every day, you know, I'm becoming a different person. And, you know, the, the more that I have done that, the more I've seen too, where, you know, sometimes I, I won't see friends for a few months and they're like, oh my gosh, Jason, what happened? It's like, there's something different about you. What happened? And I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, I don't know. It's just me. Right. I'm just doing you the know, thing. I'm just, yeah. I'm just doing my thing, you know? Um, and then sometimes they'll be a little bit more specific. Like, I don't know. It just seems like you're glowing more. Like there's mm -hmm. more light coming out of you. Like your eyes are clear. Like you're, you're happier. You're laughing again. You're like, mm -hmm. you know, like you used to be, you know, many years ago when I knew you, right. Sort of thing. And, but for me, I, I don't notice it as much, but I am, I have that intention, right? Just like you had an intention going into, into the journey that when we have the intention and we do the things and we let go, we can be born anew. Yeah. Cosmic rebirth every Absolutely. single day, if you want it to be. Mm -hmm. It was, it was an incredible experience and it was the kind of psychedelic where it's like, this is not for everybody this takes a lot of prep. So there's a week-long dieta that you're supposed to do before you consume this medicine, consume, before you smoke this medicine. And if you're going to do something like this, just I just have to throw in the safety aspect of this. Please make sure you know what you're doing. Please don't do too much. Um, if you have acquired some sort of medicine, whether it's mushrooms or MDMA or LSD, please test it and make sure you know what you're getting. Um, there's still, you know, mushrooms are relatively safe because you you pick them and you're, you're done. There's, they're not corrupt with anything. But if you're working with a chemical, please make sure you know where it came from and make sure it's safe for you. Have a sitter, have somebody there for you. And please make sure you're not on a medication that is contraindicated for this. Hmm. Antidepressants, MAO inhibitors, um, certain blood pressure medicines, you cannot do this medicine with those medications. So please be smart about that. And if you're working with someone, let's say you're in Colorado or in a foreign country or, or going to a place where this is you know, legal process, don't lie on your intake form. Don't say you're not taking antidepressants if you are, because you can have a really dangerous interaction. So you know, as more people are being exposed to this medicine, um, there seems to be this idea of it's for everybody. It's not, <laughs> it's not, you know, there are certain, if you have bipolar, if you have schizophrenia, if you have DID, multiple personality disorder, this is not safe for you at this point that we know of. So I would tread very lightly and make sure you're working with people who know what they're doing. I don't believe this is medicines for everybody. And if you want to do this, just please be smart about it. Please know who's facilitating this for you. Get good integration afterwards and know yourself enough to know if you're ready for this because yeah. i would not recommend bufo to a lot of people i think at some point it would be great for people but you've got to have the base of self-worth i wouldn't dive into this first <laughs> it's, i mean maybe it would we work it would work if you dove into that one first but i would say have a little bit of experience with other psychedelics and really know yourself have good sense of your who you are before you jump into something like this because it was well, intense yeah and i think too i mean you know because i've seen people that you know, like you kind of referenced uh, somebody that you know and a client that were kind of thinking of these things as as magic pills, and so you know sometimes people will jump, 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 jump. Right? It's like, oh, I did bufo last week. Now I'm going to do ayahuasca this week, and now I'm right. going to do whatever. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Right? I mean, again, you just heard Kathy talking about. You know, she's 
been doing some things to integrate. She kind of had a, a re-trip. I don't know what she is. There's just Reactiv reactive, re reactivation. reactivation. A reactivation on Monday. There's probably going to be more reactivations too, right? And so, you know, that integration time is not like go to bed and wake up the next morning and woohoo, I'm all done, right? right. I mean, she's going to be integrating and learning and, you know, doing a lot from this for who knows how long. I don't know how long. She doesn't know how long, right? Until nope. it's over. Yeah, I but... would not do, and I'm sticking to this because I'm now about to go to Costa Rica to finish my schooling. We're doing a, a, a week-long journey in Costa Rica. And I made sure I didn't make the Bufo journey too close to that. I gave it at least 30 days. And it's mm -hmm. so funny that you say about that, don't take, keep taking more. I'm in a um, internal family systems and psychedelics course right now because I do a lot of work with IFS. And there was a cartoon on one of the slides and it was this guy walking out of a tunnel and he had like a notepad and he said, okay, looks like it's time for more medicine. And coming out of the tunnel behind him is this shadow kind of like looming over him. And it says, damn it, will you integrate me? Mm -hmm. You know, and it's true. It's like people chase this medicine and it's like, but you have to do the work yourself too. It's the medicine's only half of it. You have to actually put the work in. This is not a magic thing. Sure. Is it like 20 years of therapy in one section? It can be, but you still have to do the work. And, you know, there's this misconception now that there's so much research about, you know, depression and PTSD, and there's beautiful uses for these medicines. And you still have to be an active participant in it. You can't just lay back and think it's going to solve your problems. No, and a, and a lot of times the integration is the death of who you were. It's letting go of parts of your personality and your identity and, and maybe even things that you did, you yep. know. And so if you're not willing to do that, right, and actually see this as kind of a death and a rebirth, don't go there. Yeah. Right. Because because it's part of the integration and it's it's serious business that if you you can't open a can of whoop ass from the cosmos <laughs> right. and, then, and then not deal with it. Yeah. And then go open another can of whoop ass and then another can of whoop ass. Right. Because you're going to get your ass kicked. I mean, it's it's like going to be serious distortion, serious on your ass. Yeah. Um, if if you don't integrate it so yeah so yeah. if you go too fast too big too fast you know it's you don't start with a double tuck the first day you start with a knee hang and then you build up from there and then you practice that and you integrate how that feels in your body and then you move on to the next thing and i think you know especially now again this is becoming more mainstream and more accepted and decriminalized in certain places it's on bills in several states to decriminalize this kind of plant medicine people think hey it's a for everybody no please i gotta tell you it's a for everybody That's I'm <laughs> Italian for a second. Um, it, you know, it's just go slow and know what you're doing and do your research and know who you're with and, you know, be selective. I did a lot of research on this church before I decided to say yes to what this woman was offering. And I'm glad I did. She was amazing. And her sitters were spectacular. Have a sitter, have someone there and make sure you're okay. You know, yeah. just, just be smart. Use, use your head, as my dad used to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. So, I'm Kathy Groover. I can reach at kathygroover.coach. And I do help people with integration if you've had an experience that you need help with. And I'm Jason Mefford. I can be reached at jasonmefford.com. So go out, have a great week. We'll see you on the next episode of the Fire Nerd Podcast. See ya. See ya.